In love, God has called and chosen you to belong to him. One of the great mysteries of our lives as Christians is why God should have chosen us. You remember he said to the disciples, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and, and bear fruit and so that everyone will know that you're my disciples. We know that right at the beginning of his ministry, he called a certain number of men to be his disciples. And they followed him. Uh, they, they didn't just follow his teaching. They followed him. They spent life with him. They, they spent time with him. They wanted to draw everything they could uh, out of his life. A disciple wanted to be like his master in the time of Jesus. So it's amazing that God has chosen you and he's chosen me to be his child. He's chosen us to be disciples. He's chosen us to be those who follow him and who know him and love him and serve him. Uh, when I became a, a Christian as a, as a young boy, I can remember the first truth that really hit me is what an amazing privilege to be called by God, the creator of the universe, to serve him. And this is what life is all about, isn't it, as Christians? We live to serve God. And when Jesus became man, what did he do? He didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. He served. And still, it, it, we read in in um, the epistle to the Hebrews that in heaven he serves us still in the power of an eternal, indestructible life. He's, you know, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's, he's always serves, that means. So God is still serving us. And what he wants, of course, is for us to, in response, to serve him, to serve his purposes, and therefore to serve the people that he gives us to serve, that we are to be servants as he is servant. And, and he, see, humbled himself to become that servant, and we have to maintain that humility of heart so that we're, we're not wanting to impact the lives of others so that others have a great idea and concept of who we are, but we simply want to love them, to have compassion on them, to serve them in whatever way that will glorify God uh, and will help them in their lives to know God and to love God and to serve him as, as we want to serve him. But, you see, what Jesus accomplished on the cross was more than, than showing, well, this is serving to the absolute limit of God, uh, of Christ actually giving his life uh, for us. No, there's a, a deeper truth that what Jesus accomplished on the cross was to redeem us, which means he purchased us for God. All our sins were forgiven so that now we could not only know God, but belong to God. You see, you can rejoice that you are now a child of God. 
But now just consider for a moment what a child is. A child belongs to the parents. Uh, if you have children of your own, you're very protective of your children because they're your children. And your concern is for the welfare of your children. You might be concerned for the welfare of other children as well, of course. But you have a special, particular care for your children because they are your children. Well, that's just a small reflection of how God regards his children. He has made you his child. He is your father, the everlasting father, the eternal father. And you are his eternal child. You're his child for all eternity. So the great and wonderful truth is that you do not belong to yourself. And you see, this is the, this is the, the thing that undermines uh, the purpose of God in, in so many Christians. They, they want to think, well, God has come and he's blessed me and he's with me and, uh, and he's, he's given me his spirit so that he can help me be the kind of person I want to be or to help me to do what I want to do with my life. But you see, it isn't your life. What we have to face is this. Either you belong to yourself or you belong to God. Now, God has given you that divine nature to show that you belong to him. He's made you a new person and that new person belongs to him. That new person is a child of God. The old person wasn't a child of God. Oh, created by God, part of God's creation, but not a child of God. You see, none of us except Jesus. Jesus is the only one who is the son of God by birth. We are the sons of God by our new birth, but our new birth comes because God chose to adopt us. And that's, that's the great thing, you see. You, you didn't just happen uh, to be a Christian. You didn't just by chance or by accident become a Christian. God actually chose to adopt you as his child. And he therefore said, now, beloved one, you are mine. And therefore, I have my will and my purpose for you. And I want you to know and to acknowledge that you are mine, that your life is mine. Everything you are is mine. Everything about you is mine. Everything you have is mine. That you don't actually possess a car of your own. It's my car that I've entrusted you to look after and to care for. It's not your home even though it might be in your name and you might have a mortgage. No, it's my home. It belongs to me because the ones who are living in it belong to me. Everything you are, everything you have is the Lord's. So he, he makes us stewards, you see. And Jesus spoke a number of parables, didn't he, about being stewards of the kingdom. We are stewards of everything that God has entrusted to us. We are stewards of our lives, of what we do with our lives. We're stewards of the relationships that we have. We're stewards of, of the property that God entrusts to us. We're, we're stewards of the time that he gives us so that our time is used in the way that will give him glory, that will fulfill his will and his divine purpose. So today we rejoice 
that we're the sons and the daughters of God, that we're the children of God. Today we rejoice in the amazing privilege that God adopted us, that he chose us. Out of all the mass of creation, he chose us to be his children, that he chose to come and live in us, that he, 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 chose, he, he, he chose to make each one of us a new creation, and that he chose to entrust to us all that he has entrusted, and that he has given us the Holy Spirit to enable us to fulfill the plan and purpose that he has for us. So what are we doing today? We're, we're thanking God that our lives are not our own to do what we like with. We thank him that he purchased us with the blood of Jesus to belong to him for his purposes. So each day we are coming to a fresh surrender of God. Have you noticed that? And today we surrender to his purpose. And you can thank God for the ways in which you have already fulfilled his purpose through his mercy and grace working in your life. But now as you face the future, you say, Lord, I want to be as fully devoted to your purpose as is possible in my life. Because I thank you that you have planned good things for me to walk in. I thank you that you go ahead of me and you remove the obstacles out of my way so that your plans and your purposes for my life can be fulfilled. That I can bear the fruit that you want me to bear. That I can have an impact on the lives of other people that you want me to have. So I thank you, Lord, that I belong to you. What a wonderful privilege. And, beloved, you see, we can really rejoice that you belong to him for all eternity. Not just for this life, but for the life that is to come. Praise his holy name. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.